These are extraordinary times, and we face an extraordinary challenge. Our strength, as well as our convictions, have imposed upon this nation the role of leader in freedom's cause. The dramatic achievements in space which occurred in recent weeks should have made clear to us all, as did the Sputnik in 1957, the impact of this adventure on the minds of men everywhere who are attempting to make a determination of which road they should take. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. No single space project in this period. The space race gripped the planet as it pitted two arch world power rivals against each other. The United States in this corner, the Soviet Union in that corner. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. On September 14, 1959, a Soviet rocket crashed into the moon's surface, becoming the first man-made object sent from Earth to reach the lunar surface. This Day in Weather History. We all have likely heard the impassioned speech by President John F. Kennedy on May 25th of 1961 that he delivered to Congress. In our opening clip, we heard JFK commit to landing humans on the moon and bringing them home safely. That is not what happened here, but it did look like the Soviets were close. In President Kennedy's remarks, he began by referencing another Soviet accomplishment when he mentioned Sputnik. In 1957, the Soviets shocked the United States by becoming the first nation to launch a satellite into orbit around the Earth when they successfully put Sputnik into that orbit. The White House was deeply concerned because this brought about brutal optics. It's like wondering, if the Soviets were this far ahead of the Americans in space advancements, how can the U.S. still lay claim to technological and scientific superiority? But here's the thing. Optics are just that. They're superficial. But on September 14th of 1959, this day in weather history, the Soviets took their own giant leap when they announced, out of nowhere, that clear skies had made possible a launch of their attempt to scout out the possibility of an eventual moon landing. Yes, a rocket carrying the very familiar red flag with that gold sickle and hammer of the Soviet Union had indeed crash-landed onto the moon's surface. They made it. Now the United States had to act, and fast. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. The Soviet success in sending a rocket to the moon provoked an even greater effort by the United States to gain an advantage in the space race. In 1960, presidential candidate at the time, John F. Kennedy, made him one of his campaign themes. From there, again, we heard off the top his pledge to make sure that a man walked on the moon and returned to the Earth before the expiration of 1969. Sadly, he did not live long enough to see it for himself, 
But in the summer of the final year of the 1960s, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin did become the first humans to land safely on an extraterrestrial landform and then return to Mother Earth. And in the development of this space program, we were blessed with the following technological advancements that have benefited weather observation and analysis. Inventions like supercomputers, satellites, radar, modern jet propulsion, and onboard GPS, and that's just to name a few. Clear skies allowed the rocket to launch and crash into the moon to throw a space race into hyperdrive. Next thing we know, it's September 10th of 1961, and we are suddenly monitoring and analyzing hurricanes from space for the first time. Also another episode of this podcast. It happened on September 14th of 1959. This day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there, the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to, and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is September 15th, and we're still talking about hurricanes because tis the season. We're only going back to the year 2020, and we're talking about Hurricane Sally, and in only four hours, four months worth of rain would fall. How much is that, and what happened, is all part of tomorrow's episode right here on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.